Welcome, I'm Amanda Onchalenko, your host for Wisdom at the Crossroads, the podcast. My door is open and I'm excited to invite you into my studio practice. I imagine you're coming in to sit down with a beverage in hand, a little morning coffee or an afternoon tea to catch up. But hey, it's five o'clock somewhere, so feel free to come just as you are. I like to think of us as slowing down for a bit to share in the backstories of an artistic life, exploring lessons learned through creativity and inspiration. This invitation to join in on discussions of a visual medium, without the visuals, affords you not only a pause from the busyness of your own day, but also allows you an opportunity to co-create and connect to your own stories through the example of mine. Season one began in my archives, while season two will focus a little more in the present. I hope you'll enjoy the stories of my work evolving and share in the wisdom I have found at the crossroads where action and presence meet. Make sure to stay tuned for the short meditation that concludes each episode. I know you'll walk away refreshed and able to simply be more and do a little less. Welcome back. With this season attempting to place an emphasis on being present, I wanted to introduce you to a summer landscape that really grounds me in presence. The village of Donata is Manitoba's smallest municipality. Manitoba is Canada's keystone state, and this little Manitoban village is really not that far from the geographical centre of Canada, a fitting place for a middle child. Originally a train stop in Manitoba's interlake, set between the expansive Lake Winnipeg and the smaller western Lake Manitoba, the village is made up of Matlock, Whitewold and Panema, just south of the larger town of Winnipeg Beach on the western shores of Lake Winnipeg. Generations of families have called the region their summer home. Our family was introduced to the area when our children were young, and we had opportunities to loan or rent a cottage for a few days or a week at a time. My husband is a runner, and on a morning run during one of our cottage visits then, he discovered the Matlock Community Club. They had a summer program for children with drop-in visits encouraged. Our girls were thrilled to make social contact, to feast on the candy bags at the little canteen, and to participate in the Matlock Olympics, an event that involved skateboarding on your butt across ancient wooden floors, three-legged races, and actual Olympic medals. I jest, but my seven-year-old treasured her ribboned medal as if it was given to her with the world watching. Bingo night was a must and included boxes of bingo card relics from the 50s that featured little sliding covers that we rented for a dollar a card and handed back at the end of the night. The hall was a sweaty midsummer treasure and as iconic in family memories as the village's distinctive swimming piers. The piers are loved by locals and visitors alike. They are a symbol of warm weather and community, coveted by Canadians. The peers gather us together between the July and September long weekends, for sure. We are all hopeful, though, to see them being constructed or still standing at either end of those warm weeks. The peers punctuate the shoreline all through the village. In the spring, the sound of hammering is like a rallying call. The sight of deck lengths dropped off along with bundles of long, thin natural posts in anticipation of reconstruction is also a bit of a thrill, I have to say, that gets us all excited about warmer weather, even if the season is slow to arrive. Our local peers have been featured in photographs, on social media, in selfies, wedding pictures and paintings for years. They are barometers of lake health and weather systems 
and some ears stand spindly-legged above exposed sand looking like extraterrestrials out of a Star Wars film, while on other years they are slapped on their underdecks by the action of waves brought into the south basin by the unfamiliar chill of northern air. The north wind blows in gusts and brings with it water and more water in relentless waves that refill our southern basin, sometimes a bit too quickly. At the cottage we own now, we have a front row seat to witness the changes in weather and light with the pier in view from our cottage. So I have amassed a healthy collection of images to inspire me. I have only ever painted the pier once, though. My painterly style is less representational than that of many artists, so a formal architectural feature isn't something I am usually drawn to, pardon the pun. It's a challenge to harness my loose painterly style into a suggestion of an architectural structure more conducive to a draftsman's accuracy and concern with detail. Given my painterly style and the fact these piers are so iconic and beloved by so many, you might think a small painting would satisfy my need, but no, it was a 40 by 40 inch panel that I underpainted with the intention of capturing some essence of our pier, the last pier in Panema. The sky is big on the prairies. We aren't called big sky country without reason. So the sky was going to be a character in this composition. I tried really hard to strive for simplicity. The underpainting of the foreground came forward in a range of deep and warm reds. I then focused on the negative space between the structural elements of the pier using swaths and daubs of Liquitex's brilliant blue liquid acrylic, one of my favourites. A large summer cloud bloomed to assist the composition and to help balance the intensity of the stick dock, whose familiar form was merely suggested. I loved the challenge of trying something new. I was part of the Wave Interlake Artist Studio tour that summer, and this painting became the poster image for an event at the Winnipeg Art Gallery called Wave at the Wag. The painting had all kinds of exposure that time, but did not immediately sell, so I had framed it with the intention of hanging it in my own cottage. During the Fall Wave event over the September long weekend at the end of that summer, I had hung all available paintings on the exterior of the cottage in a lakeside exhibit, as I do for this fun community event now in its 21st year. Our next-door lake neighbour popped by to visit, and unlike previous visits, she held her purse close to her ribs as it hung from her shoulder. I joked with her and asked, why the purse? Shopping, she said, which was pretty funny considering we knew where she lived. As other visitors took my attention, I wasn't concerned about my neighbour thinking she was in the garden or taking in the paintings that stretched around the side of the cottage. Sometime later I noticed my neighbour being assisted by my husband. They looked like a pair of cats who had swallowed the canary as they carried the freshly framed pier support from our backyard and into hers. My husband had years before been banished from selling artwork from the interior of our house, but apparently that request had not extended to the interior of the cottage. The painting pier support is now an off-season reminder of our neighbour's connection to this very special place that is the summer community we share at the edge of Lake Winnipeg in Panema. Our neighbours, like so many Canadians, have strong ties to their summer landscapes and, like us, look forward to the annual return of the villagers' swimming piers and all the community connections and summer memories they share and inspire. We love the lake. A late weekend in Lake Country ushered in the winds of change. It's a time for endings and beginnings. 
we bid a reluctant goodbye to the easy, relaxed pace of the summer, yet also inflate for the anticipation of new connections, renewed routines and an opportunity to reboot. Where we live, the days quickly grow shorter and the nights extend. The geese begin to assemble and head south. The wind blows warm from the south on the day that I contemplated this meditation and watched the waves carve ridges and gutters into sandy shorelines. This seasonal change brings with it unexpected gifts, renewed acquaintances and routines, and for the neighbours lucky enough to find themselves around an open fire, the night skies can sometimes bloom with auroras borealis and shine dancing green and purple in sweeping arcs and resonant clusters across the night sky to the north. The other day I was sitting on a neighbourhood pier at the edge of Lake Winnipeg. These spindly-looking stick docks can be found on my Instagram through the summer months and on the blog that accompanies this episode. The piers wouldn't withstand the force of shifting ice during the winter when the lake freezes, so they are taken down each fall before the weather turns. They are rebuilt in time for the July long weekend. Our village's swimming piers are icons. Their installation is much anticipated. Their removal, not so much. I'd really like the summer to continue, but at these planetary intersections, I'm reminded that the sun and the moon rise and fall in a continual cyclical game that drives us all around the sun in annual circuits. I'm grateful for all that the past season has brought and look forward to what the new season brings. Today's meditation feels like it needs to reflect on transitions, on the potential for new beginnings. Let's settle in where we are, shall we, as we allow ourselves to rest and reflect, to accept the gifts of this moment without distraction. In preparation for this meditation, I allowed myself a little time in the elements while conditions were still favourable and I took myself to the pier on a quiet afternoon without summer residents or weekend visitors. If you are able to take yourself outside to an area that inspires you, I would encourage you to do that. Otherwise, I'll invite you to rest your gaze and join me on an imagined journey wherever you are. I noticed my breath as I sit in the breeze above the water. I allow myself to relax. And as I start to notice my breath slow, I feel a heavy weightlessness that settles over me like a cloak. The wind might be whipping my hair across my face and rustling my pages as I write, longhand, but internally I am calmed by the ionized air that swells and recedes around me. Breathe it in with intentional and focused breaths. Breathe in to inflate the ribs intentionally. Breathe out to release the air our diaphragm holds. Notice your body quiet as you introduce the intention of this ionized air. In this space, as I focus on my breathing, I am alone and aware. I settle in with myself and my connection to the earth deepens. I notice the weight of gravity hold me fast to the surface on which I rest. I notice my pulse settle and slow. 
in response to the rhythm of the waves against the pier below me. I am comforted by the rhythmic splash of water against wood. I breathe purposefully in. I exhale purposefully out. My eyes are closed and relaxed. I am aware of the light casting shadows across me. Aware of the action of commerce flying overhead on a routine surveillance. I hear a seagull or a heron. I feel my self-ease. I might have a long list to get to on this day, like every day, but I am grateful for this moment to recalibrate, to lay aside my obligations for just a little while in favour of this experience. I return to my breath. I breathe fully to inflate my ribs and belly. And I breathe fully out to flush my system of anything that no longer serves. I invite the light at the water's edge in on an inhale. I send the residue of what no longer serves to the universe on the exhale. Take a moment to rest with an awareness of your breath. I am present. I am fully aware of the action of air against my surface. I feel that wind as it blusters and blows. It blows warm on this day, then pauses and stills in warm, comforting breaths. It won't always be this way where I live. So this moment is a reminder to be accepting and present in all of our days, however they are presented. Accept where you are, wherever you are. Acknowledge the elements around you. The word gratitude comes to mind. I am grateful to be able to pause within the elements just as they are. I am grateful and accepting of the natural world around me each and every day, in each and every season. I am grateful for the moon and the sun as they follow and lead each other through their annual cycles, waxing and waning, rising and setting. I am grateful each day for the day I am given. I feel my breath deepen with this acceptance and the invitation to invite the warm, blustery transitional breeze into my system. I breathe it fully in. I release it fully out. I allow my natural breath cycles to prevail. Though I am aware 
the rhythm has slowed. I feel my diaphragm relax as the air leaves my body and returns again in intentional moments of acceptance. I breathe in. I breathe out. I let go of my need to control and direct in favour of allowance and acceptance. I am here where I am meant to be. I am grateful for this moment in fresh, fresh air. In sight of a level horizon, I gain insight. Under a clear end of summer sky, I am soothed. I breathe and I listen to the waves rolling in on their own cycle against the pier. I realize I am watching. I am listening. I am feeling. I am fully present. I am home, here, with myself, where the horizon levels my gaze. What a gift it is to be watching, listening, feeling. I imagine us rising gently, awakening to potential, and grateful for our interaction. Allow yourself the time you need to regather your physical self after this pause we have taken together. Exhale with a little more force to signal to your body our time together has come to a close. For now, I appreciate you and I thank you for your presence. Be well. joining me in this practice. Time is precious and I am very grateful you have chosen to spend some of your valuable time with me. I hope you feel refreshed after our pause together. If you're able to, I'd recommend spending a little extra time on yourself right now. Meditation helps me to feel refreshed on all levels. In fact, I'm often surprised at the depth of my focus moving forward into the rest of my day. Your imagination is a gift, and I love that you get to co-create mentally along with me. But if you would like to see the visuals I discuss in the episode, you can catch the show notes and images in the blog on my website, mandart.ca, which is a whole lot simpler than trying to spell my name, Anchalenko. If you have enjoyed the invitation to take a little break and found something that resonated for you, please feel free to share this opportunity with a friend or to write a review on Apple Podcasts. I'd be very grateful for your contribution. So, until we meet again on a Tuesday, may you find your own wisdom at the crossroads, where action and presence meet. Bye now.